Hey, internet. Sexy late night. I think <laughs> they're just all. Yeah. We, they're pretty much all going to be late nights. We now. no longer have time to. Uh, it's fine. I like doing it at night. Gives you time to ruminate the whole day on all the brilliance we can bring to this podcast. It's uh. Although you do rub your face a lot more at night. It's pretty late. Actually, it's but not it's like actually it's, that it's fucking 10 p.m. that we're recording this, and this is just like an indication of how fucking old and suburban we are. Bro, that we're, we're 40. Like, we're like 10 o'clock is too fucking late to do anything. 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. I think I'm now one of those people who like I'll look at like if there's a concert I want to go to or a movie I want to go to, and I'll be like 7 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> too late. I'm not yeah. going. Or like give me people- the matinee. People are like, hey, you want to come to my birthday party? And you're like, yeah, sure. And they're like, it's on a weeknight. And you're like, well, wh- why? What? Why? Who Who <laughs> why even cares celebrate? if they were born on a weekday? Yeah. Cancel your birthday until it falls on a weekend. Yeah. And then you'll probably, you'll age at a quarter of the rate that you do now. Yeah. Like, I probably will not celebrate my 40th birthday for like another four or five years. So. Yeah. Because we're still on what? 29 part 18? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Hey. It's Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. I'm Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuder. Taking a big old swig of coffee mid-sentence. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I guess our pre-podcast uh, ritual is I come over, and then on the way, since Derek lives over Tim Horton's, I buy Tim Horton's, and every time Tim Horton's comes up, we just bitch we about how gross it is. But we're always drinking Tim Horton's. And I was just listening to that old podcast where we spent 20 minutes talking about how terrible Tim Horton's was. Oh, it was the True Donut one? Yeah. Where we're talking about how bad he was for buying O-Donuts instead of Tim Horton's, and then we're like, Tim Horton's is this bad? This is why nobody likes it? Oh, and we're drinking it right now. Oh, so people are uh, re-outraged about that this week because they found out how much he actually spent on the donuts. Uh, before it was just mad that he bought the donuts at all. Do you want to find out? I do want to find out. I think we owe it to the listeners to tell them how much Justin Trudeau spent on donuts. Uh, uh, cool. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. What was it? Holy fuck. What? What? What was it? Never mind. This is, uh, so Trudeau spent, wait, where is this? Are people like outraged and they don't actually know how much it was? Oh, this is interesting. Uh, no, they released, uh, uh, how much. Oh, is that? They spent on Tim Hortons. Uh, Canada's parliament has spent $116,000 on Tim Hortons over the last term in various locations. That's four years. Yeah. That's fine. There's a bunch, I imagine there's like, what, 20,000 people who work in government? Uh, well, Tim Hortons topped the list overall. Number one, here are the other top spending spots for Trudeau and his team. Nespresso, which... Yeah, that's all home shit. Yeah, that's like those... Well, they probably like bought machines coffee, right? for... Yeah, it's the aluminum pods. And then it's because it comes from... Actually, uh, it's actually healthier for you because it comes from espresso beans. And if you have any sort of thing like Crohn's disease... Or anything wrong with your body, espresso is a lot easier on it. I learned this from the guy at Bed Bath & Beyond who decided... Oh, the guy who... This is one of my favorite Dale stories yeah. that Dale got roped into a conversation with this <laughs> Did dude. Did I talk about this on the podcast? I don't know, but you can always tell it again because so, it makes me laugh. So anyways, me and my girlfriend, Andrea, we go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Ooh, I've got a girlfriend. Ooh, we go shopping in places <laughs> where... And then we don't buy stuff. And... Uh, I was like, oh, they're giving out free espresso by to like show off their machine. So I'm like, sweet. So I go over and I'm like, I have like one cup of coffee for Andrea and I'm pouring mine and I give her mine. And then this guy named James comes up and starts talking to me. Do you remember his name? How long ago did this conversation take place? Because Andrea constantly (laughs) brings it up. She's like, remember James from Bed Bath & Beyond? Do you want to go back and visit your best friend? And I'm like... Okay, maybe he listens to this. Do you have a new best friend? Does he listen to the podcast? No. If so, I'm a fan. That would be amazing if (laughs) he did. But uh, anyways, no. It was like, the reason, I'm not saying it was horrible because it was James. It was actually very informative and kind of interesting if you care about coffee. So anyways, I'm waiting for my coffee to pour. And then this guy named James walks up. He's like, hey, 
And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And then we start talking. He's like, are you interested in an espresso machine? I'm like, no, I just want the free coffee. And he's like, oh, okay. And usually, like, the guys who are selling you stuff realize, well, there's no commission here. This guy doesn't want to buy stuff, so they leave me alone. And then he just launches into a conversation. He's like, can I show you some machines anyway? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) That would have been your your place to say, no, thank you. I'm not interested. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to buy one. He's like, oh, no, I'll just show you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then so I'm drinking my coffee. And he's like, blah, 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 and espresso, blah, 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 blah. And he's like talking about how like the machines run from like $150 to up to like in the thousands, I think. Maybe not. Maybe that's. Which seems like an awful fucking lot to pay for pod coffee. Yeah. But they come from aluminum pods. So you also get Alzheimer's while you're drinking it. (laughs) That's good. What more do you want? (laughs) So anyways, there's like. I end up having a 45-minute conversation with James, and we have this, like, weird heart-to-heart where he tells me he has Crohn's disease and that he actually likes Nespresso coffee better than Keurig's because, as I mentioned before, it's made from espresso, so it doesn't affect his stomach as much. And he said, it like, it, like the people who get diarrhea from coffee, sometimes espresso doesn't do that doesn't affect you that much so it'll be like easier on your whole colon and stuff and that's the whole story i will wager cash money that at some point in your life you purchase an espresso machine like he was playing the long game oh he was because he knew he planted those seeds and you can still remember this conversation every time i every time i see an espresso now i'm like oh that's from espresso it's easier on my stomach because uh sometimes sometimes i get the poops from coffee i'll admit it and I have a Keurig at home, and sometimes I'm like, hmm, espresso. The, the problem with You espresso, know what? I would like to poop less. So yeah. Whatever can make me do that. And I'm not going <laughs> to just drink less coffee, no. so I'm going to drink a different type of coffee. But the whole problem is it's like that whole investment. It's like I bought a Keurig like two years ago for 150 bucks, and I don't want to spend another like whatever on an espresso because then you're like, oh, it's so much money. Even though I make like a coffee out of it every day and it saved me so much money in retrospect. Okay, what were we talking about? Uh, top expenditures for the Trudeau cabinet. Number one, Tim Hortons, $116,000. Number two, Nespresso, $21,000. Number three, Starbucks, $12,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have a problem with this government. If they're spending, what, $116,000 at Tim Hortons? On trash coffee. And they only spent $12,000 at Starbucks. Starbucks. What the fuck, guys? This is probably... The government could do a lot of dumb fucking shit. And I would just, like, overlook it. This has actually made me lose faith in our government. Because, like, Starbucks, not the best coffee out there. But it's definitely better than Tim Hortons. I'd say Starbucks is the best kind of, like, fast food equivalent of coffee. It's the best chain coffee. Like... Because my personal favorite is, like, Waves, but that's there's only a couple here, and they're not, like... My universal. personal favorite clocked in at number six on the list with $1,447 spent there, uh, and that would be Second Cup. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Those are getting sparse, eh? Yeah. Not too many anymore. I mean, there's tons of them out east, but... That's uh, so funny that they have it all broken down to which coffee chains. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's was fifth with 4,700. Second Cup was sixth. Robin's Donuts was seventh, which is somehow even worse than Tim Hortons, if you can imagine that. Yeah. It's probably just cheaper. Uh, and then number eight uh, also holds a special place in my heart because I worked there for three months when I lived in Calgary baking donuts on the graveyard shift and that is coffee time. How many coffee times are there? Oh, okay. Is it just that one in Calgary? They spent $3,000 there? Like, is there one person? It was $77 that they spent there. Uh, oh. Coffee time operates over 100 stores across Canada. Oh, nice. As well as internationally with locations in Greece, Afghanistan, and Qatar. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, this doesn't bother me at all. Most people are like, I can't believe how much money they're spending on coffee. And it's like, they could spend a million dollars at Starbucks, and I wouldn't care. Because I personally probably have spent $12,000 at Starbucks in the past four years. Yeah, and like this also does include, and this is probably where the bulk of the Nespresso comes in, is it includes gifts as well. So oh. if they're buying coffee-related gifts for people, which like 
that's an easy go-to gift because everyone fucking everyone can find something they like at a coffee shop unless yeah. that coffee shop is Tim Hortons, a unholy garbage heap of a restaurant where everything they make is shit. But we keep buying their product, right? And talking about it, right? Fuck. We should start charging them. I'm just gonna go downstairs after we record this and give them a bill and be like, "This is this is for marketing." <laughs> yeah. Get them to sponsor us <laughs> and then just get free Timbits. Uh, hey, Dale. Yeah. Yeah, Derek. Super Bowl happened last week. That's a smooth transition, brother. That's a, <laughs> hey, you know where people like to visit after they drink a lot of Tim Hortons? The Super Bowl. Oh, you know what would be funny? If instead of like the Gatorade pour, it was like Scalding hot Tim coffee. Hortons <laughs> coffee. And the guy just like... Ah! They should make that a tradition when you win the Stanley Cup. You get a carafe of Tim Hortons coffee poured on you. Just one of those travel mugs that only has like six cups in it. And everybody get like two people get full cups and everybody else is like, who drank all the coffee? We had a whole box. Who's the pigs? And then it could just be that. My favorite thing is when there's like a meeting of like 15 or 20 people yeah. and some dipshit strolls in with like this tiny little box of coffee. And I'm like, well, I'm going to drink that by myself. Yeah. So I don't know what the rest of you fucks are going to do. And the best part is... How fucking hard they strut when they're carrying it in. They're like, oh, fucking yeah. Joel bringing coffee for the whole team. I'm totally going to get promoted. And then everybody's like, Joel, what the fuck? Yeah. There's not a coffee for the rest of us. You just got coffee for two people. Now everybody else is pissed off, Joel. You got two hands. Why didn't you bring a second one? <laughs> You're not getting promoted, Joel. You're getting demoted. Yeah, fired. Uh, Super Bowl happened. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, that is the National Football League Championship, uh, most popular sporting event in the United, or in North America by a wide margin. It's it's dipping though, isn't it? Like no, I don't. I, heard, I think they had the most popular ever. Oh, because I heard last year that Super Bowl was, or like NFL was losing money, not like Losing money overall, but ha- making less money than they were in like five years ago or something. Uh, last year, an audience of oh yeah, last year 90, an audience of ninety eight point two million watched Super Bowl fifty three, which marked the first time that number had fallen below one hundred million since two thousand nine. Uh, this year, one hundred two point one million people watched it. And you um, know so why? Still less than. Uh, I'd like it's probably because the main people who watch it are are people who are old enough to enjoy Shakira and J Lo. That's a, well. I also think it has to do with like a lot of people have cut the cord and said goodbye to cable. Yeah. So a lot of people would have watched it on like streaming platforms. Oh, does that stream, not count? That doesn't include like illegal streaming, which is probably oh, okay. how the vast majority of cord cutters would watch it. Yeah. Um, or how many? Maybe DAZN. Got more members this year. Is it still the zone? That's who owns uh, the streaming rights in Canada. Yes. Oh, not in the states. No. Do who owns the streaming rights in the states? In the states, you can get it through. You can get streaming through the various cable companies, okay. or uh, through the various major networks, or through the NFL itself has its own uh, game. Like you can get NFL Red Zone or Game Time yeah. or whatever the fuck the package is called. You know what else probably helped the numbers get bumped up? Was that the Patriots weren't in it? Yeah, because like everybody fucking hates the Patriots. Yeah, they're much pretty much the NFL equivalent of the Toronto of the Maple Leafs. Yeah, or yeah. the Bruins. I just fucking hate Boston sports teams in general. And I think more people hate the Maple Leafs than like a lot of people here in Calgary or sorry in Vancouver hate the Bruins because they're still butthurt that the Bruins were a better team than them in 2011 and beat them. And won the Stanley Cup. For hockey fans who are listening, the Patriots are like the Maple Leafs if the Maple Leafs were any good and ever won any chance. Like, a lot of people hate the Maple Leafs, but the Maple Leafs are never good. They were good. 60 years ago. At one point, they had the most cups (laughs) in the league. But that was back when it was still original six. Uh, So Super Bowl happened. There were some ads. That's what a lot of people watch for. There was a halftime show. That's what a lot of people watch for. There was some football, which some people watch for. Yeah. Uh, the football part was pretty good. I liked it because the team I wanted to lose lost. Uh, <laughs> sorry, San Francisco 49ers, uh, but you can eat shit. That's how you tell a true sports fan. They don't pick who want they want to win. They yeah. pick who they want to lose. I honestly didn't care who won. I just knew who I wanted to lose. So that was, <laughs> that was it. Uh, halftime show this year was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, As previously mentioned by I, me. I would... 
It's awkward. Damn. I just mentioned it like Damn. five minutes ago. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez were the halftime show. <laughs> uh, Wait. So who was the halftime show? <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah. Um, both of whom look incredibly good for having a combined, what, Jennifer Lopez is like 51, 52? Yeah, she's... Shakira's like 40-something? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they both look fantastic. The halftime show was good. There Wait, was a are little... they boomers? What? Yeah, they would have to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. That's that's what I would have done if I watched this, the the uh, Super Bowl. Because I went to a bowling tournament instead, which I won. Which you won. Congratulations. I'm a champion of bowling, and everybody cares. Sorry. And what, and what was your bowling tournament cleverly called? The Asshole Cup. Oh, I thought it was Super Bowling. <laughs> oh, the event, yeah. The, the event was Super Bowling to win the Asshole Cup, which... Dale won the asshole cup and then it's like a group of friends and uh, there's all there's like the asshole cup, which is every year on Super Bowl. And then there's the hardcore championship, which is kind of like a floater title that when whoever has it, they can put it up for challenge whenever they want. And somebody had won it a month ago and they put it up Bowl. for this. So it was whoever won the tournament won the asshole cup. And whoever had the highest scratch game won the hardcore championship. And I won both because I had a game of 197. I had a clean game. God damn. Right? That's a pretty impressive bowling score. Yeah. Do you think everybody stopped listening? Now? Yeah. I mean, we probably had them convinced of our <laughs> suburban dadhood when we were bitching about it being old at 10 p.m. But you yeah. bowling a pretty uh, substantial yeah. bowling game. And the worst part about that is, is like, that's easily the best game I've ever bowled. I'll probably never bowl that good again. You will not. And I can't really brag about it because other than this podcast, I don't have anybody like pretty much as hostage, hostile like listeners where it's like, oh, you're just going to listen to this now because you turned it off and you're like, I don't want to turn it off. I mean, they could have turned it off. Maybe. Hopefully they didn't. So people are mad about the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Uh, and this is something that I think that, like, people just manufacture outrage over it every year now. Because yeah. it, like, um, there was the the thing that kicked it off. When What what year was that? Like, 2009? When, the titty? Uh, the Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson, when Justin Timberlake exposed her nipple, uh, God forbid, to a national uh, television audience. Was it 2009? It was 2004. God damn. That was a while ago. (laughs) Um, So uh, that happened. And then look at Justin's face. He looks like he's about to cry. And then fucking ever since then. And maybe it's just around when because last year, like Maroon 5 played. And what's his name? Fucking Adam Levine was like shirtless the whole episode. Okay, I just got to say something. Okay. For all those people who are like, oh, the guy from Maroon 5 had his shirt off and that's more sexual than it's not. Dudes have their shirts off all the time. Yeah, it's but it's not sexual. It, it is. It's not sexual to dudes. Yeah, is the thing. But all the people who were complaining about the Shakira and Janet Jack or not Janet Jackson, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez halftime show who were like freaking out about it. were like talking about how their kids and specifically their daughters were scar- like a dude without a shirt on. Unless it's like, if it's a guy who looks like Adam Levine, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's sexual. If there's a dancing shirtless man who looks like that, that is a yeah. sexual thing. If there's a dancing shirtless man who looks like you or I, nah, it's not so sexual. See, I'm going to say something that might be construed as sexist. For whatever reason, when little boys who are watching football see Adam Levine dancing, they don't go, oh, so I should value my self-worth on my looks and try to be like kind of like more sexually promiscuous in my movement and my dress. No, little dudes don't do that because little dudes have bitter dads who look at Adam Levine dancing like that and they're like, tool, nobody like... Get a job in the trades. (laughs) They make fun of them and then their kids, their sons, parrot their fathers because they haven't developed their own opinion yet. But... When you get to J-Lo and Shakira, those same dads are just like, she's so hot for fifth day. Uh." And then little girls are like, oh, my God, 
look at all this attention she's getting from the one man I know in my life and respect who's a role model, my father. So what I'm trying to say is men will never be as sexy as women because Adam Levine isn't going to get a little boy to be sexually promiscuous as much as J-Lo's going to get a little girl to be sexually promiscuous. Well, I mean, there's that, and then there's also, like, you know, the entire lifetime of sexualization that little girls face. When yeah. Compared to, like, men don't have to deal with that shit at all, whereas uh, it is ingrained in women from a very young age that uh, most of your worth to society will come on your ability to be hot and your ability to bear children, eventually. Yeah. And that's basically like, that is the role of a woman. So, and this is kind of like a microcosm of that, I guess. Like, it's like, uh, we basically, like, you cannot have a Super Bowl performance without the woman being dressed sexily. Yeah. Like, it just wouldn't happen. I'm trying to think of all of them, because I haven't watched that many. Like, Madonna maybe would have been the last one, but like... Wasn't Katy Perry dressed pretty sexually? Yeah. Oh, oh! if you have a woman who's a pop yeah. star, they're just going to be dressed sexually because that sells shit. Yeah. Who played last year? Uh, la- la- Maroon 5. Adam oh, yeah. Levine. And then was Bruno Mars last year or was that the year before? That was... Uh, Katy Perry was the year before, I think, with Left, left Shark. Uh, that was 17. Super Bowl halftime I remember Left shows. Shark was 17. So... What I, what else might be affecting this is the mad upswing in PC culture and overcorrecting and virtual signaling. We might have had a couple year gap since there's a scantily clad woman before J Lo and Shakira. Uh, last year was Maroon Five. Year before that was Justin Timberlake. Year before that was Lady Gaga. Year before that was Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. Uh, yeah. Uh, year before that, 2015 was Katy Perry. Yeah, see, so this PC culture, like overcorrective, like virtual signaling, didn't really kick in until like. Are you t- it wasn't PC culture that did that. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like people are like, like have to show how good and woke they are by canceling everybody else. But what I'm saying is, we haven't had a sexually clad woman doing the Super Bowl halftime. Since this upswing happened, like the last couple of years, it's been guys, like you just said. And I don't think... I mean, I think they just went by like popular artists. I don't think PC culture factors. Yeah, but what I, don't I mean... Think they were like... What I mean is people are having such a hard reaction to this because they're not used to oh, seeing women, women yeah. anymore. Because, yeah, the last one was... The last woman was Lady Gaga and she's not really known for being sexually clad. 2003, Shania Twain. And no doubt... Dope. That would have been pretty good. Uh, Are you just going down a rabbit hole now? Yeah, I'm just looking. Has Nickelback ever done it? No, fuck no. Nickelback would never, uh, never be able to do that. Okay. They played the like the Grey Cup, which is Canada's Super Bowl. Didn't but they, they never, uh, announce they were going to play Grey Cup and then they canceled it after everybody lost their shit? I think they actually did play it. Oh, okay. So yeah, anyways. Um, so yeah, like the... the uh, you know, the moral police of the United States uh, basically lost their fucking minds over this halftime show, which was, like, not particularly... I mean, it was it was good. The dancing was mostly good. The outfits were, like, on par for what you would see at any... Yeah, like, they're, they're not showing much midriff. They're fully... Like, they're wearing, like... Like, pantsuits, pretty much. Yeah. Like, glittery pantsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one moment where Shakira did like a like a crotch slide towards the camera and I was like I'm pretty sure I saw her labia Mud but flops? but apart to, you can't you can't that's, my that's new not word. that's not going to catch on you can't do that can't call them the mud flaps but apart from that like I I was surprised that people weren't more upset about the like heavy-handed political commentary cuz there was a part in it where they had like literal children in cages there was a part where um where Shakira was uh, draping herself in the uh, Puerto Rican flag, uh, there was a... Oh, so you know what this probably is. This is probably conservatives yes. complaining about the sexuality of the show yes. when they want to complain about the attack on Donald Trump, but they can't outright and say, this offended me, 
because they pointed out Donald Trump and his uh, his government's mistakes by having the kids in cages and his mishandling of the Puerto Rico thing because then everybody will know that their arguments are unfounded and they're just idiots. Yeah. I mean, I think it was more like, hey, they like nobody's gotten really upset about anything um, on this level for quite some time. So somebody had to find something to get pissed off about. And like, what better thing to get upset about than two extremely popular women dancing on a stage on national television? Uh, one Christian activist who I'm not going to name because like, don't Google him and give him any attention whatsoever, uh, is plans on suing the NFL Pepsi and his local cable company, uh, angered about the crotch shots and took to Facebook to ask for a lawyer to help him file a lawsuit for pandering pornography and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Um, I tuned in to watch a football game. I didn't tune in to watch a porn show, said this giant dipshit, before launching into a very creepy analogy about having attractive daughters and how he can't bring them to their school to pole dance and twerk. Uh, Is this the guy suing for $867 trillion? Yeah. Good one, bud. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to be laughed out of court, obviously. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, I don't, I think there's a broader conversation that kind of needs to take place around how, like, uh, objectifying women. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Like, yeah. I think. Hey, remember how every time we get into women's we rights, just, I've been told the women who times, listen to this show tell are us like, we shouldn't discuss women. Stop talking about women. Stop. Da- stop letting Dale reference women's vaginas with any name, any ter- especially mud flaps. I thought mud. How flaps, did you take the shitty words you had and make them worse? I thought mud flaps. Is hysterical. It's probably hysterical for the wrong reasons. I don't know. It's got a good country, Most good hometown vibe. It's hysterical oh, for the wrong reasons. Oh, and then I was thinking, because I, I, I ran mud flaps by you today, and you told me it was terrible. So I was thinking of something like kitten. But that's, that, ba- that's cute. That makes me sound no like a serial killer. I mean, a little bit. If I say to... If, if you say it in the if act. I, if I tell my girlfriend, yes. I'll be like, I just mention her vagina with the word kitten describing it, she'll be like, are you going to murder me right Yeah, that would this? be weird. Like, you can't do that. Do you have a little white dog? And You can't You can't use it in the moment. A well in your basement? You can't use it. But That's a reference to Wild Bill. I, I got it. I know you got it. Right. I'm just saying some oh, of the our listeners. Right. Now that we're reaching fuck literally thousands of people, some of them might not have seen Silence of the Lambs. That's true. Because if, it's old enough that it might not be in the... Pop culture zeitgeist anymore. They're just gonna they're gonna shoot a remake starring like Jared Leto as Hannibal Lecter. I'm sure within the next three years. So <laughs> just give it time. Oh wait, what movie? They're just doing, aren't they? Ju- didn't they just announce a remake with Jared Leto? Oh, fuck, what was it? Oh, he's gonna be Morbius, the Marvel vampire. Yeah, oh. yeah. Which I don't know. I'm like. I'm one of those cursory nerds when it comes to comic books. Like, I love Marvel characters, and I haven't really gone into the ancillary characters too much because I didn't really buy comic books when I'm a kid. So I know nothing about Morbius. But I imagine he probably fought Blade, right? And they're going to be rebooting Blade, so... Due to being a vampire? Yeah. Makes sense. And Blade being a half-vampire, vampire. Can we get back to objectifying women? Oh, yeah. No, talking (laughs) about objectifying women. Um, Derek, we don't have enough money to objectify women. So I think, like, in in a perfect world... Yeah. Women can just, like, wear whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And, like, twerk or pole dance or whatever. And if, if they want it to be sexual, and they want it to be interpreted sexually, and they want to use their own bodies that way. Yeah. More power to them. Yeah. And if they don't want to do that and they just want to, you know, twerk for fun or wear sexy outfits because it makes them feel good about themselves. Yeah. Then fucking cool. And like people just stop feeling the need to fucking pass judgment on that all the time. Yeah. See, I just thought of this right now. This is what women need. They need like the... How? Why the last man virus to kill all men on earth and then they can finally be free to live the lives they want. No. Okay. But yes. Yes, but no. What they need is in prisons, the homosexual men will give off a signal 
saying that they're DTF. So what women need is not a secret single signal, but like a signal that they could just like put out there. Like if they're pole dancing and they're just doing it for exercise, they don't give off the signal. Like say it's like a, a bracelet that you could flip one color, one way is one color, the other colors, the other way is the other color. So if they're like pole dancing for attention and they want to like find a guy to fall in love with them, air quotes, they flip it out to the sexy side and then dudes are like, oh, that girl wants attention. I'll pay attention to her. Or if they want to take off their shirt because they're hot, they flip their thing the other way and it's like, oh, that girl's naked, but she doesn't want attention for it. So whatever. Why don't we just figure this out through like talking to them? Why do they need like... They're talk to women? <laughs> okay, that's true. See, because if we do that, then creepy dudes and shitty dudes will try to talk to them as well. And there's a lot of people who don't have the self-confidence to talk to women and then it kind of just implodes in on itself and they turn into incels. Yeah. I mean, I think that's okay too. What we need is arranged marriages. <laughs> just kidding. Did you just, just go kidding. down the Jordan Peterson? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, I'm not going to get addicted to Xanax and then go to a hospital in Russia. I mean... Never say never, but <laughs> could true. happen. This podcast I mean, would be a lot more entertaining if you did, <laughs> let me tell you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, there was this, uh, just like, fuck, man. Uh, can we not ruin everything by complaining about it? Like, this was like... Derek, that's the premise of our whole show. Right. Can we so, continue complaining about everything? Here, so this we, is what we want. Stop complaining about stupid shit like this on the internet because it's dumb and it's a waste of your time. But... Continue to complain about stuff like this on the internet. So me and Derek have stuff to talk about. Yeah. Instead of complaining about it on the internet, just complain about it directly to Dale Derek. and I. Just Derek. To me. Complain don't about it to complain me. Complain about it to me. And then I can see it. We could talk about it on the podcast. But I don't have to see it all over my fucking timeline for four straight. And then like. <sighs> yeah. Like this was a week ago. And it feels like at least a month ago. Of all the stuff we've seen on it. And I've gotten to a point now, and maybe this is just, like, another sign of, like, being fucking old, but, like, I see the people outraged about it, and I get annoyed at that, and then I see all the people yelling about the people who are outraged about it, and I get annoyed at that, and then I see all the people overcompensating to, like, shout oh, down yeah. the people who are mad about it, and it's just, like, it's so fucking exhausting. How do people live like this? How? Well, I'm tired just talking about it. There's a reason why there's so many depressed people right <laughs> like, now in the world. Fuck. It's because of shit like this. If yeah. you just take a step back, not from our podcast, but from social media. I mean, you don't have to look at social media because me and Derek got it covered. We'll look at it. We'll tell you what's going on. You don't really need to look into it. But yeah. We'll like, talk on it. I don't know what happened, but lately I don't go. I think it's just because on my job I can't be on my phone at work. So I just like leave it in my toolbox for and then I look at it on my breaks, but I'm not gonna go on Twitter or anything on my break. I'm gonna go play whatever stupid mobile game I have on my phone. So I end up going eight hours without looking at like social media on my phone. And then I get on social media and I'm like, hmm. So I like quickly do a cursory glance to see if there's anything we should talk about. But since I've been doing that, life's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Like, there's still stuff like this that'll annoy me. I'm like, oh, get over it, you prudes, whatever. Like, they heard that Shakira and JLo were going to be at the Super Bowl. what they think was going to happen? Well, like, no, like, and like, it's not like I saw Shakira and JLo's outfits and I was like, wow, these outfits are totally out of character for Shakira and JLo. Yeah, like, like, if anything, they were out of character as in they were down. covering yeah. more. Like, one of the reasons I was in love with JLo in like 2010 was because... She went to Had some a giant show. Ass. The giant ass. Oh, with that the dress yeah, that the, was the, just like the, the, the plunging green dress neckline. With the cut that you oh could boy, see, could see inside boob. That you can sue. That was that was that the Farrah Fawcett Charlie's Angels poster of our generation. Yeah, only we were like fucking thirty two when that happened. But yeah. still, I remember when I was watching The Cell for the first time. It was like JLo's oh, yeah. main movie, and then she was like, "It's so, this is how dumb I was." I was like, hmm, Jayla, whatever. And then she went to her fridge and she dropped something and she bent down to pick it up. And she was like, just in whatever, tidy whitey, she was sleeping in. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I just fell in love with her because <laughs> I saw 
her booty, which she had her whole career, and I just never noticed until I saw it in that movie. And ever since then, well, I guess lately I'm like, eh, whatever. Now everybody has a big butt, so JLo's like losing. She started it, though. I think she made uh, big butts. Uh, she was the, the trailblazer there. Well, besides Sir Mix-a-Lot. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, right. I guess It's going she's, way back. She's oh. the gateway butt no, for white people. No, there was also people. like Queen, Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, yeah. That was probably yeah. the butt song that started it all. <laughs> the funny thing was, I heard Fat Bottom Girls when I was a little kid, and I heard this song, and it's like, he's singing about his nanny and how she made a man out of him and all this stuff, and then there's like naked bicycle races. I was like, well, this guy must really like big girls. <laughs> <laughs> little did I know. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to say about this? No, I, th- I think we talked the Super Bowl halftime show. For longer than the actual Super Bowl halftime. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I will say that uh, Trump has pretty much... uh, He tweeted this, like, really fucking weird tweet the other day. Hey, it's hard to type with one hand while you're masturbating to (laughs) J-Lo and Shakira. This was, like, an image of, like, him... It basically said that, like, Trump is going to eliminate term limits, and it had, like, Trump president in 2048 or something. (laughs) And it was the fucking funniest thing... I'm I'm hoping it was actually like a mock tweet, but I think it was something that that he actually tweeted. 2048, yeah. Um, and so at some point in that, we're going to just see uh, the halftime show will be women dressed up in Handmaid's Tale outfits, uh, singing like gospel songs or something, with and that like will be what we end a up handle with. Handle on their vagina, so he can grab it easier because he'll be like a hundred. No, wait, he's what seventy two now? Yeah. So in 2048, he'll be fucking... 90. 100. That's 28 years from now. He'll be exactly 100. Nice math. math. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not going to be present. Like, I'm pretty sure once he stops his mainlining of, like, these... What the were they saying? He's, he's on, doing, like, yeah, he's like on, the, like, uh... The British Sudafed. It's, like, UK Sudafed, which... Has more like pseudoephedrine in it. Like he's on an uh, he's on ephedrine and basically he's on speed. Like he's on Advil and all this shit. And they're saying he's on diet pills and stuff. Once he like burns out his either his heart or his liver, he's gonna die within a year or two. That's my guess. And then so even if he wins, he's not gonna make it to twenty forty eight. I'd say if he wins the next term, he gets very ill. Halfway through. That's my guess on Donald Trump's health. Because I don't think he's got another four years of fucking smashing pills and snorting them. And only that's probably why he only sleeps four hours a night. Right? Because he's always like, oh, I only sleep four hours a night. That's all you need when you're on speed. Pseudoephedrine. Yeah. Remember when you used to be able to buy that shit? It was before uh, meth really exploded. You could buy bottles of pseudoephedrine at uh, like health health food stores yeah do you ever do that shit with us no dude the craziest diet pill i ever had was when i moved to vancouver the first time i started writing for the nerve the guy who was there he was like oh i got these crazy old diet pills that they don't sell anymore because they make you go crazy i'm like give me one he's like no i'm like give me one he's like no it'll drive you crazy i'm like "Mm, give me one he's like no and i basically pursued because we're doing layout and like we do layout and it would go all night. So I was like, just give me a diet pill. I'll, I'll be fine. So he gives me this diet pill. And five minutes later, I'm like, there's pins and needles all over my body. Why did you give this to me? And he's just like, oh, my God. What was the diet pill? Do you remember? White willow. They were called white willows. I, I bet you can't even get them anymore. And uh, no, I didn't do a lot of drugs because they affected me too much. And. I whined about it too much so that people would refuse to give me drugs. That's pretty much my whole, like, instead of dare, it's just like, make sure your kids are annoying when they're on drugs so people don't give them drugs. Especially, like, caffeine and shit. When I was in my 20s, I was already, like, hyperactive and weird and obnoxious enough. Nobody's like, 
Let's just pour gas on this <laughs> yeah, fire. Let's, hey, do some of these and never stop talking. Let's turn Please. down. Let's turn it down up to twelve. Let's see how loud he can scream. We used to be like we would buy like bottles of pseudoephedrine and then like pop like five or six at a time, and it was uh, yeah. I'm surprised my heart didn't explode. There were a few times I would go to take a piss, and it felt like I was like shooting a steel rod out of my dick. So <laughs> steel rod. Uh, don't do ephedrine, kids. Hey, we'll be right back. Here's a good selling note. If you do ephedrine, it'll feel like you're sounding. (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back now. And we're back. Hey, Dale. Yeah. Hey, Derek. You know what else is back? Coronavirus? Oh, no, it never really went anywhere. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't go away. It's been steadily climbing the whole way. Dale's obsessed with this thing, by the way. Oh, by the way, I thought I was obsessed, but Lindsay on my bowling team is crazy obsessed. Like, I have bowling Thursday nights. Yeah, we covered the bowling thing already. Bo- Suburban bowling, dad. Bowling flat factory. Uh, and she took me down the rabbit hole. So pretty much... Anything I know about the coronavirus, I have to say thank you to Lindsay because she was like, she showed me all these videos of them like spraying down the street with like white fog. I don't know what it was. Probably, probably like science stuff. I don't know. Probably gasoline. So like just burn yeah. entire And then she the was showing me videos of them like, because there's people who have confirmed coronavirus, but they're like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm just going to go home. And then they were like, they sent the police in hazmat suits to drag these dudes out of their house and like to the quarantine station because you can't just go home when you have the coronavirus. And then there was like, uh, there's you saw the video of there's like a hospital and there's like bodies on the floor. And then people just like sitting around them and using them as tables, which is kind of <laughs> fucking like setting their Starbucks coffee on top of them, which might explain how the coronavirus spread. Uh, and just all this other stuff, and then the conspiracy theory that Derek doesn't want me to talk about. If you want to get into it. Oh, I want to get into it. So anyways, Wuhan, where the coronavirus started, uh, the Chinese government had planned to make five research facilities where they were going to research such horrible diseases like Ebola and SARS. And <clears throat> what happened was in 2017, somebody... Uh, a scientist warned and said, you know, China's not so great with all of their, like, uh, rules and stuff to follow. So if you have these diseases there, it might get out. So apparently, supposedly, air quote, supposedly, like, you know, I heard it from a friend. It's on this one website. Uh, supposedly, they built one of these research facilities 20 kilometers away from the wet market where ground zero for coronavirus was. And I'm not saying, but I'm saying, like, I'm not saying I believe the coronavirus was invented by men or, and women too, I guess, and that it escaped the research facility. But what I'm saying is, if there was a research facility and they were researching deadly airborne diseases, And it was in China, so they had lax regulations. And one of these diseases happened to get out and somehow travel maybe on a snake to a market 20 kilometers away and infected someone there. I wouldn't hold that beyond the realm of possibilities. There's another awesome one I just found, and it's that there is a bioengineering lab in Wuhan that has the same logo as the fictional Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil. Oh my god, I saw that. Is that the same facility? The RLSW? Shut up. No, that's Shanghai. It says Shanghai right there. Yeah, it was debunked because it's actually located in Shanghai. Which, hey, conspiracy theories are dumb, man. (laughs) Definitely beyond the realm of possibility. That's why they're theories and not proven. Oh, do you want to hear the other crazy conspiracy ideas? Sure, but then then can we get into the news that actually happened? Sure. Okay. Somebody was saying, like, somebody said that Indian scientists found, like, trace marks of HIV in the coronavirus. So they're saying that it was definitely man-made. 
But uh, I don't know. I didn't research that, so I can't prove it. You know what else is man-made? What? Human dipshittery on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Humans are the number one cause of doing dumb fucking shit on airplanes. And uh, we, You know how we have the thing where we say what we talk about and we have an explanation on the internet, like what we talk about? Can we just change it to we talk about human dipshittery? <laughs> That would be a much more... Yeah, we essentially do. Or like. online dipshittery. We discuss online dipshittery. Let's, uh, let's just dipshittery. I'm tweeting that. Dipshittery factory. Uh, so <laughs> this week, uh, quite possibly the world's dumbest 28-year-old. And that's saying a lot if you know anyone who's 28. Um, uh, was on a WestJet flight from Toronto to Jamaica... Uh, this guy's like, uh, he's, a uh, I don't know. He's some kind of fucking like, he's got like 20,000 followers on Instagram. He, that's re- not that many. He records like, uh, music videos and puts them on YouTube. Uh, he's apparently like a white reggae artist or something. He's 20 years old. Oh, that's what, cause he says in the video that he goes to Jamaica five yeah, times a year. And I'm record. like, why would anybody go to Jamaica five times a year? Smoke weed. Yeah. Record reggae music. They have maybe, here. Maybe eat plantains. Like that's <laughs> that's the only three reasons I can think of. Uh, plantains. This fucking dipshit gets up on the flight while it's in the air and announces to everyone that he has the coronavirus. Oh no, he didn't say he has the coronavirus. He said, "This is what he said. Can I have everybody's attention? I just came back from Hunan province, and that was that." He didn't say he actually had it. He just said he came back from Hunan. I heard that he actually fucking like got up and said, oh. He's healed. What he basically said is, I need everyone's attention. I've just returned from Wuhan, one of the capital cities of China, and it's an epicenter for the coronavirus. I'm feeling really, really sick right now. I think I might be infected. I need everyone to stay away from me. Like, please don't come near me. He repeated himself a couple of times, and then he sat down. So what WestJet does, uh, smartly, might I add, to prevent the spread of the virus from the fucking moron who just announced to an airplane full of people that he's carrying it, is they turn the flight around, full flight, bunch of people probably stoked they were going on a vacation in Jamaica. No, you don't get to do that anymore. Uh, Turn around, land the plane, quarantine everyone on the plane, Take this guy off the, uh, the plane to get yeah. tested. Uh, and then he was arrested and charged because he had lied and said he did the whole thing because he wanted to make a viral video. Yeah. And he says that he the whole I have an announcement to take. He said he did that on a previous flight. He was like, I have an announcement to make. Little John's album dropped. And it was, it's really it good. It was Lil Wayne, I think. Or Lil Wayne's like, album Lil Wayne. dropped. You should all go get it. And he's like, and then it went viral. And I was just. Trying to do it again. And every I bet everybody on the plane was like, remember, what was the guy who got dragged off the plane, the Chinese national who was a dentist? Yeah, the dentist. I bet everybody wanted that to happen to this guy and not the actual guy it happened to. 100. I mean, I'm sure in the moment they were shitting their pants thinking they'd been exposed to this virus. I mean, one good way to not get your ass kicked for getting a plane turned around through your own dipshittery is to, to proclaim die before the plane lands. <laughs> is to proclaim you have this horrible disease that everybody's terrified of. Uh, the best thing about this fucking moron, and I cannot reinforce enough how stupid this guy is, is uh, a local news station went to his home in Toronto to interview him, uh, where he talked a lot about how he was an artist. Oh yeah, I'm an artist. Um, but the best part is that halfway through the interview, he's talking to someone off camera and it's clearly his dad getting mad at him <laughs> for answering the door. Uh, this is a fucking 28-year-old man who uh, has his dad getting mad at him for doing the dumbest fucking possible yeah. thing imaginable and then speaking to the media about it and i i love it i live for this shit if we could have content like this every day like yeah there's got to be like a sub niche for a podcast out there where it's just the dumb shit people do to try and go viral or get internet fame oh yeah uh, and this this is this ranks up there dude dumb uh, shittery with, factory like, yeah a lot like i would put this uh this cliff wife and, uh, oh my god, Cliff Wife. Oh, and then uh, 
fat wife. Oh yeah, <laughs> my my big honking heifer of a wife. Uh, all <laughs> the wife. Fat chick I married. And then and then coronavirus <laughs> wife. Uh, so <laughs> hey, congratulations to oh this fucking moron. What was his name? James something. The best part is he's like, I wanted to go viral, and he's gonna go viral, and everybody's gonna hate him. Yeah. Um. Do do James do. Potok. <laughs> uh, yeah. 243 passengers on board and uh, turned around. So I hope he's criminally charged. I hope he at least, like, has to reimburse those people personally for their plane tickets. 243 dislikes coming your way, Potok. You fucking dumb shit. (laughs) Uh, Did we cover all the coronavirus news? Do do you want to talk about... So what Derek meant when he said I was obsessed about it is I go to... Like, remember last week we were talking about the coronavirus. We were talking about this map that has total confirmed, total deaths, total recovered, and it shows where everybody is. I look at this map like twice a day. And last Friday when we were talking about it, I think it was at 11,000 infected. And today it's Saturday. You can see right on the map where it was on Friday. Oh, where do you do that? Just see that chart right down at the bottom? Uh, yeah. What, what was the actual date on Friday? I don't know. Think a week. Yesterday was the seventh, so oh, a week so ago the, would have been the first. Yeah. So it was like nineteen thousand. Seventeen point two, whatever. It's thirty-seven point five today, but I don't know. Like I'm not like I'm obsessed with the coronavirus, but I'm not freaked out about it because of the three thirty-seven thousand five hundred forty-nine confirmed cases of coronavirus. Uh, 37,198 of those are in mainland China. And I don't want to sound like I don't like China, but I'm never going to China. I love China. I will I will go back to China. I'm they will over. I don't see a situation basically it would be I went everywhere else in the world and then I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen China." Although it would be cool to see the Great Wall. There's right. lots of cool shit in China. I'm going to have to step and really that back. Good food. I'm not going to go to China. Shanghai is one of my favorite cities in the, the world. Oh, how many world cities have you seen there, Jet Setter? Shanghai. Ladies. <laughs> Vancouver. Oh, yeah? You want to do this game? Uh, my favorite city in the world is London, England. Because that's the only... Ooh, <laughs> I went to Heathrow Airport. I did go to Heathrow Airport. Yeah, and then I went to the little one beside it. Um, <laughs> well, I, yeah, so basically... Although... They do have a lot of ancient shit. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, really if cool I go, temples. If I go for traveling, I'm going to go try go see like ancient. They have temples shit. that are like ancient temples that they've converted into arcades. It's fucking like, so you get the history and yeah. then you get the video game. See, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Like take all the cool shit, put it in a museum, but keep them, keep the like the temple. Buildings. Yeah. Cause the people there, are like, they're like, mm, fuck it, whatever. It's a building. It's already made. We'll just push it in there. That's pretty badass. Yeah. It's dope. Uh, do you want to talk about the cruise ship? Oh, yeah. So that- there's a cruise ship off of Japan that I don't know much about it. I know that it's been quarantined. So the way coronavirus works, everybody probably already knows this. It's like a two-week gestation, Peter, right? So you get it, and then you don't show symptoms for a couple days, and then you have it for two weeks. Is that how it works? Yes. Aren't you glad we're just informing you of all this? So there's a cruise ship. And somebody got somebody had the coronavirus, so these people have to stay in the rooms on the cruise ship for over two weeks. Two weeks, and it can't dock anywhere. Oh, They're not yeah. allowed off the ship. Cruise ships are also like cruise ships are one of those things that I just don't fucking understand because it's like you're on a floating hotel, yeah, and it sure it seems nice, but you're like you're locked on that boat, yeah, with. Uh, there's 3,700 people on this vote. Yeah. You always see fucking outbreaks of uh, Norwalk virus, yeah. which is like, because if you're on a cruise ship and you're in that cl- close quarters with that many people and one person's sick, everyone's getting fucking sick. Yeah. Everyone on that boat will be sick. See, the thing about cruise ships is everybody's like, oh, cruise ship will be nice. You go around the world. You get to see all these sites. But what they don't think about is you're on a big ship. And if you don't pay a fuck ton of money, your cabin sucks. Like there's like... These things called interior cabins where you don't even actually have a porthole to the ocean. You're just on the inside of the boat. So you're in like pretty much a, like a college dorm 
on the ocean rocking back and forth and just getting sick. Yeah, getting sick. Yeah, and then you get the virus and then you're probably like puking and shitting yourself in your college dorm room. Yeah. Which, I mean... Terrible. And like, yeah, I was on a cruise ship when I worked in the Bahamas. Like I went... Yeah, it was like the least... If if you can't hear the audio, Derek is just making one of those I'm a dickhead <laughs> faces. No, but it's like it's like I like I like to just say I went to the Bahamas on a cruise ship and leave it at that. I don't want to say it was for work. I went to the Bahamas to work on a boat well in, in summer where it was over forty and I had to wear basically winter clothes outside. And sounds I was, much less enjoyable. I was on an unfunctioning cruise ship, so the pool. All the like casino and all the bars and stuff were all closed, and it was just me and three hundred trades guys in this boat. And it was terrible, but I got a good view at what a cruise ship actually is, and I would say don't go on it unless you're paying money to get one of the best cabins. I will never go on a cruise ship. You know what else enables you to see different cities in the world? Yeah. Uh, airplane, uh, so the combination of an airplane and a hotel, and you get there like 10 times faster, and you don't shit yourself to death, and... Uh, Unless it gets turned around. You get to... Well, true. If, if you're on a plane with James Potok, world's <laughs> dumbest moron, you may not make it to your final destination. Could you imagine if you're on a plane, and you're like, alright, because you fly to see Kate, like, a bunch... You're going to see your girlfriend. You're like, all right, girl I love. And then somebody stands up behind you is like, excuse me, everyone. I have an announcement. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to kill this guy. Dude, as soon as as soon as soon they stood up and said, excuse me, everyone, I would stand up and punch them in the face. So <laughs> I that think they you would have to fight other people to be the guy who got to punch this guy in the face. Yeah, like I hope we just see, if there's like a rash of imitators, I hope we just see them get mercilessly beaten every time they try oh to announce God. they have coronavirus. That would be a good video. It'd be like someone saying, I just want to say it, just use a, a fist from out of camera, just smoking them. There is uh, clearly world paranoia over this virus is at an all-time high right now. Uh, I took uh, Courtney, my ex, to the airport tonight. She's flying to Mexico, and she said literally every person in the airport was wearing a mask because they're so paranoid about it. I don't know thing. where they got them. They're all sold out. Yeah, that's the other fucking thing. Like, who's hoarding these masks? That's an annoying thing. People keep telling me, they're like, oh, this place is sold out of face masks. It's like, I don't care. I don't wear a face mask at work when I'm supposed to, so I don't get poisoned. I'm not going to care about wearing a face mask for this disease. Yeah. Also, how well is a face mask going to stop viruses? Because they're doesn't. like they're microscopic, so they can go through cloth. Right? Well, well, they can also. So uh, they're saying face masks are good if you have the virus. Yeah. Because it like filters the shit coming out of your mouth. But if you're just wearing a face mask. The virus can still enter your body through your eyes, through your nostrils, through your ears, through like any mucus secreting orifice. It could probably enter through your asshole. Like uh, if you're Maroon 5, it can enter through your mucus secreting nipples? (laughs) Yeah, your shirtless nipples (laughs) out there taunting all the young boys of America from the Super Bowl stage. Teaching them that they should sexualize themselves to get attention. I actually don't think that's bad advice. Everyone should sexualize themselves. If everyone like felt sexy and was willing to act sexy and be sexy, would the world be a better place? Well, if you're an ugly person, I'm just going to say it. It makes life seem way unfair because I've been the ugly friend who the girl picks the friend and instead of me and it sucks. So if you're just telling people you should try to be sexier to get more, that just means good-looking people will get more. Yeah, but that's like the 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 sliding scale, right? Like there's like I've been the good-looking friend, yeah, compared to some people, yeah. But I've also been the ugly friend compared to some people, yeah. So everyone just needs to surround themselves with people uglier than them. Yeah, you got to get a duff, a designated ugly fat friend. <laughs> Remember that movie? No. With the- I don't even think this they is an could, actual movie. They couldn't make that movie right now, like with the PC culture heating up. Duff couldn't even be made. Oh come on, that had to be from like five years ago. The Duff. So, if anybody does, if I haven't mentioned this before, before I met Andrea and started dating her, I would watch pretty much any romantic comedy because if you're single, those like annoying romantic comedy movies are still kind of cute. But if you're 
in a relationship, you're like, well, I don't need to see romance in a movie because I have so much of it in my life. <laughs> What's well, What's her name? Who? Uh, Anne from Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Wait, who's Anne from Arrested Development? This, this girl. Who's she in Arrested Development? Anne. Uh, uh, fucking George Michael's girlfriend, and nobody can remember her name. They're like, oh, uh, her? He calls her Egg because she eats the main egg. She takes the egg and puts mayonnaise on it. I She's fucking one of the best characters on that show. She's I, always actually kind of cute, too. I haven't watched anyway. very much. Dude, you need to revisit. That is like uh, one of the one greatest of, that's shows That's like The Office, whenever it was like, ever this is made. the greatest show, and then I watch it, and I was like, I don't really like these Office characters. was also good. Parks and Rec, fucking amazing. Dude, Parks and Rec was awesome because of Thomas Haverford. Is that his name? Tom, Tom Haverford, yeah. Dude, they're like, the episode... <laughs> Back to bowling. They're going bowling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Thomas so much bowling Habesford, Thomas Habesford gets his finger between the balls. He goes, eh, my fingy. Because it's Aziz and sorry. And I say that at work at least once or twice a week. <laughs> I like his uh, appies and zerts. Log too. That, was, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, anything s- else? Stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or D- DJ Roomba. <laughs> Now I gotta rewatch Parks and okay. Rec. Okay, okay. Don't watch Arrested Development. Watch Arrested Development. Don't watch The Office. Watch The Office until you've watched. Also Parks watch Parks and Rec. and Rec. Watch all three of those shows in yeah. tandem. They're all great. Parks and Rec is by far like head and shoulders above the other two. Man, so many. Now I'm just thinking back to all the fucking the cones of Dunshire and the fucking <laughs> low cal calzone zone. Oh my god, man! And fat out of shape, um, Chris. Pratt. Chris Pratt before he was a sex symbol. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that girl. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Who will like always, always be my celebrity crush. And uh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, she's fine. Dude, when it when Parks and Rec started, I had the biggest crush on Amy Poehler. What? She's, oh, I was just like, she's funny and she's pretty, which are the two things I like. Tina Fey or Amy Poehler. What are you talking about? Tina Fey? No. What? Tina Fey is way hotter no, and way funnier than Amy Poehler. No, she is not. What? Both accounts are false. No, I don't. I think I would 100% 30 Rock is choose, hilarious. I would 100% But Amy Poehler is way funnier than t- t- Tina Fey. All right. Well, it's good to know that when we eventually meet Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, we won't have to fight over the same woman. Oh, my God. We can just divide and conquer. Two other women <laughs> who look great for 50 <laughs> Are they 50? They have to be. Jesus, fuck. Why am I aging? Why do I <laughs> look like a garbage bag of a person? And worse, every passing day. Uh, and they get to look like that. Because you're not rich. Right. You don't have... To look that good and to stay like unaged, you have to dedicate four to six hours of every day fighting father time. And I'm way too lazy to do that. And a lot even, of money. Even if I had enough money to do that, I would not put that amount of effort in. That would just be too bad. Or that amount of money. Yeah. Did you say that already? Yeah, I said even if I had the amount of money, I wouldn't do it because <laughs> it would take way too much effort. Anyway, it's 11 p.m. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no. Cool. That's about it. All right. Well, hey, Internet, thanks for joining us for another wet and wild ride through the world of Internet <laughs> Outrage. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. You can follow me, or sorry, I'm Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can follow the actual podcast. Dale is sending tweets, tweets. like a motherfucker on I, this account oh, lately. Yeah, so I tweeted out um, things. a link to a news story talking about that Trump tweet we mentioned. I tweeted out uh, the coronavirus map link, and I tweeted out a link to the video about Potok on the plane. So you can go watch those. You don't have to rely solely on our wonderfully skilled... You can just Google things describing as stuff. we're talking about it. But yeah, go look at that. Go follow the Twitter account. Oh, yeah. That's why I pulled it up. Um, uh, woo. Uh, Outrage Fact Pod. Yeah, twitter.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. Like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. 
go get our shit on iTunes or Simplecast. Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, please rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. If you really like us, give us some dollars on the old Patreon. Uh, get Shazam, put it on every device you have, and then listen to Outrage Factory Pod on there so we get a whole bunch of views. And then just, Sp- I don't know how. Spotify? Did I say Shazam? Yeah, that thing where you used to like. Oh, wow. It would tell you. Yeah. Which, what happened to that? That it's, was a really useful it's app. It's still around. I oh, still okay. use it. Um, don't use Shazam. Use Spotify. Uh, turn it on on all your devices and listen to it at once. And then we'll get a whole bunch of plays. And then I don't know how Spotify works for money, but I imagine if everybody who listens to this podcast listens to it a hundred times each, will eventually they'll just give us money. Is that how it works? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Uh, And until next week, stay angry.